give like a little, a little tiny bit back into it so they know what we're talking about. So when we were, um, when they cut the umbilical cord, they said, happy birthday. That's right. Happy birthday. Um, and you claim that happy birthday. And you forgot the 40 weeks inside of, or the 280 days inside mom's womb. So you've completely forgot your origin. And you are now, sorry. You are now using their decision to state character because you don't know who you are. And you forgot your origin. Happy birthday, suffers. And sorry, one second. The young lads just have to come in one second. So that character is frozen in time from that date of birth. And that is how they're able to come back and say, you did something two weeks ago. You did something two years ago. They're the time stamp change to this Gregorian calendar uh, time stamp. Sorry. Sorry, Sandra. It's about the birth certificate as well. I mean, this I, I didn't understand this. Like, who is the birth certificate assigned to? Until quite recently, where I, I realised through learning through Kurt that the birth certificate is actually assigned to your afterbirth. Yes, there's the placenta. If there was, if there was any paperwork, the there, there can be no paper on baby. Uh, that would be a crime against God. And you yeah. see how they did this in the six yeah. days of creation. It was just baby. Uh, they, when when mom's uh, twenty three chromosome ovum fused with dad's twenty three chromosome sperm, you did a perfectly singular cell, a uh, single cell zygote that was just swimming around in the sea space, minding its own business for the first six days of life. The hormone then um, um, inspired mom to emit this accretion. And that is where the baby implanted on the seventh day into this accretion. Now, on the seventh day, God rested. Mom emitted that accretion. God had no actor part in the seventh day, in that accretion. God was all within the sixth. And if you look at it in the Bible, because the Bible is biology. It's not what everybody thinks it is. It's a biology book. So in the first six days of creation, God was heavy at play. And on the seventh day, that's when mom emitted this secretion. That secretion became what we call the placenta. Yeah. So when they cut that placenta, they created two beginnings. Now it's heresy. It's You're a heretic if you believe in two beginnings. It's absolute mm -hmm. heresy. And look at Joan, if you actually look at the movie, Joan of Arc, and look at it again in a totally different eyes. You'll be blown away by it this time, knowing what you know now. Because you will see where they said to her, just as she was about to be burned at the stake, and um, to put her X, to put her mark on the spot. They tricked her into it. The priest said that he would give her a uh, confession if she just put her name, marked her name on the X. And you can mm -hmm. see you know, where she put the it's big X. Nice. Yeah, and that's again with uh, Elon Musk. With he's what do you call it, SpaceX. Like all these space uh, stations and things, all they're doing is trying to find the space between the names. You see, it's very hard now for people who are only joining to go even go into the name side of it. Um, so what they did was, so on the seventh day, um, or so when you were born, that's that accretion, the placenta, is what they give the title, Sandra Giltrap. That's the title. And... See that there's a there's a space holder between that name. See Charles' name there, Charles P. O'Neill. That is correct. Uh, if you're looking at Charles' name on that, that is correct the way you spell. There is no room for a middleman. There's no space between his name. Um, 
And I'll get Curtis to explain that and break that down much more for people in depth when he comes on. Um, but that's what the whole SpaceX and everything is. It's about creating, uh, about being that the middleman, that space holder, that name. Um, so space holder. Space holder. A space holder. <laughs> Come on, Carplay. How are you getting on? I am so sorry. I, I that time change screwed me up. I was thinking two o'clock, and I was on time, but I'm I'm an hour late. But that's the way it works. Don't worry about it, Kurt. We're just happy to have you on. Don't uh, worry about it. Did you okay, get your well, coffee? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any more today. <laughs> uh, on time and an hour late. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. On, well, I, I'm fully present. How's that? Perfect. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. So here's. I just heard you guys talk about a space holder. Um, what's really interesting about that? I, I'm gonna. I just ran down in the basement to get grab my Black's Law Dictionary. Well, they're really clear about and this. I mean, this. They're so sneaky with what they do. So let's just use Curtis Curtis Kallenbach as an example. Curtis is me sitting here right now. This is my body that my, my, the name, my family recognize me as within the family, as opposed to my brothers and sisters is Curtis. They called me Kurt. So Kurt is me. I mean, in fact, if you think about it, when my mom or dad would say, Kurt, the only one that would turn his head out of the six of us kids is me because Kurt, if you look at it this way, is an earmark. It's an earmark. So the fact that I responded through my ear, audibly, it's an earmark. So that's one word that, that people should start to go, oh, my God, that's an earmark. Like when you look at, you know, your prize cattle out there that has a, a thing attached to their earlobe. That's an earmark. Well, so is Kurt. Well, here's the thing. Curtis is me. Kallenbach is industrial property. It's it. You think of it as a trademark or trade name, and that's from my father's side. But but I have a right to it. I mean, as a legitimate son or a legitimate offspring from my dad, I have a right to the name Kallenbach. That's why everybody arguing about the legal name and all that nonsense, they don't understand what's actually happening. I have a right to my father's name, Kallenbach. So, but the problem is, is if you put Curtis and Kallenbach together, you have a living being, plus you have industrial property, which is a fictitious situation. That's one foot in the grave. Like, that doesn't work. You can't be both living and dead or dead and living. You got to pick one. That's why Curtis Kallenbach doesn't, doesn't work. So what did they do? They created a space holder between Curtis and Kallenbach. That's a, that's the space holder. And let me go to Black's Law real quick, because I'm going to go to um, the word Mark, M-A-R-K, just to just to just to show you something. Mark. And I'm at Black's Law. By the way, Linda um, is doing something today. Unless she got on here somehow. Uh, she was doing something else today. She would have been an hour late, too, because I would have told her to you know get on an hour later. I did say that. Just talking to my show up So here's the word "mark" in Black's Law, page eight seventy four, fifth edition. Mark a character, comma, usually in the form of a cross, 
comma, made as a substitute for his signature by a person who cannot write, comma, in executing a conveyance, will, or other legal document. And this is how it says. It's commonly made as follows. So now they're telling you how to make a mark. It says, a third person writes the name of the marksman, leaving a blank space between the Christian name and surname. And in this space, the latter traces the mark or crossed lines. And above the mark is written his or her and below it mark. So between Curtis and Kallenbach, even if there's not a middle, so-called middle name, you would put a cross. It could be, it could look like an X. It could look like a St. Andrew's cross, but it's still a cross. Again, Joan of Arc's video film is the best one to watch when it comes to that cross. I'd advise people to watch it again because that could show you just before they killed her what they did with the cross. I have Webster's open in front of me. Do you want me to read Mark out of here? I have a... Well, let, let me do one last thing. So whether it looks like a regular cross or a St. Andrew's cross, an X... Um, if there is no middle name, in my case, Richard Curtis Richard Kallenbach existed on a birth certificate. Well, you can reduce Richard down to R, and and now you have the R where the cross would be or the X. So Curtis R Kallenbach is exactly the same as either the space holder cross or X or nothing. So the R by itself, Curtis R Kallenbach, is the same thing as. Curtis Kallenbach or uh, Curtis X Kallenbach or whatever, but that's why that period or that dot is so important because the dot changes that equation. There is no middle. When you put that dot after the R, in my case, Richard, there is no middle. Curtis R period is on the left side and then Kallenbach, the trade name or the, the, fic the fic fictional realm is on the right side, but there's no middle. And it's the, the key to this is that the middle becomes the bridge or the, the space holder for their fictitious realm. But when you put that period or the dot there, it's the end of the sentence. It's a full stop. And that means those two realms don't mix. You're not you don't have one foot in a grave anymore. So anyway, that's that's what I got. Yeah. Read the uh, Webster's. Mac, a viable line made by drawing one substance on another. As a mark made by chalk or charcoal and a pen. To a line groove or depression made by stamping or cutting an incision, a channel or impression as the mark of a chisel, of a stamp, of a rod or whip, the mark of the finger or foot. Any note or sign of distinction, uh, the Lord set a mark upon Cain. Or any visible effect of force or agency, there are scarce any marks left of a subterraneous fire. Five, any apparent or inte inte intelligible effect, proof, evidence. The confusion of tongues was a mark of separation. <laughs> That's a good uh, Notice taken. The laws stand like the forfeits in a barber shop, as much for Malcolm's mark. Anything to which a missile weapon may be directed. France was a fairer mark to shoot at that in Ireland. Imagine. <laughs> Even reading that in Webster's, France was a fair mark to shoot at in Ireland. Any object used or to which the mind may be directed. The dome 
Wait, 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 wait. What did what did, what no? What did that last one say about the mind being directed? What was that? Any object used as a guide or to which mind may be directed. Oh, there it is. Mm. All of these things come in. They actually are all valid, but whatever they need it to be, it will be. Anything visible by which knowledge of something may be obtained. Indication as the mark of age in a horse. Civility is a mark of politeness or respect. Levity is a mark of weakness. A character made by a person who cannot write his name and invented as a substitute for it. There's your Jesus right there, the substitute, the the the, uh, the scapegoat. Mm. A way the one that gets the one the the one that gets executed in their court. Their it, the execution is your uh, agreement or belief um, in salvation. So they execute Jesus, that middle that middle character, that substitute, and then you get to go home. There's no money, so they got to execute somebody. Somebody has to die in your stead or somebody has to die in order for that decedent to state account to be um, accessible. That's how the bill gets paid. They have to execute somebody. Somebody has to die. Exactly. <clears throat> that, that, that can only be declared, uh, cleared upon death. That birth certificate can only be cleared upon death. It's a certainty. Uh, it's a it's certain a, way. To... It's a pod. It's a POD, a payable on death account. That's why I don't like calling, um, you know, the the talks I do with Linda a podcast because <laughs> because a pod is a payable on death account. Sometimes it's called a totten, T-O-T-T-E-N, trust. A totten trust or a payable on death account is what that is. But but by, let me let me say this. The problem is, is there's too many people that want to manipulate this shit. They want to play the game. And then they don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. They, they don't want. want I'm telling you, they're telling no, me it can be private and public. You can't be both. I know. Anyway, um, it's pretty exciting. Uh, the, I don't know if anybody heard that last call I did with Linda. That that we were only talking about it, and we were just talking about it for about ten minutes. We were saying how amazing it was. That I was just saying that you were even shocked yourself doing your own work. You real everything well, is the track pad. The blip, that blip with Linda after talking to Kevin earlier that that afternoon. What happened was, is I realized that if if I am whole, W H O L E from fertilization to last breath and and that defines my kingdom and i'm the king by the way and but and the king is the sovereign and and the king does have a divine right of kings when he understands that his direct link is to god in creation no matter what anybody wants to say your life is up to you 100 percent, unless you abdicate your throne and you do that by claiming a birthday or some savior or something but here's the point is that what I what happened was on that call with Linda, and, and it started to happen already with Kevin, if you listen to that call as well, is I realized that if I define my kingdom as my biology from fertilization to this moment and everything within that kingdom that I produce, then it's pure, P-U-R-E, it's pure, it's unmixed. The moment somebody hangs 
any idea, any ideal, any fictional character, anything at all, if they attach anything to me by their own presumption or anything else, it's a trespass. So once you know the actual, the limits of your existence and your dominion or your domain, anything anybody tries to attach to you, it, it could be anything, a birthday, it could calling be a Christian, a, the, a, calling you an atheist. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's not within the truth, it's Call a trespass. Calling you Curtis Colin back. So a bank rings you today and says, can I speak to Curtis Colin back? That's a trespass. That's a, that's a trespass because there's a presumption Curtis Kallenbach exists. And if that presumption is upheld, it's going to injure me. It's going to hurt me. Exactly. That, it, was it, so long as it, that last night's video was absolutely amazing. I'm going to get uh, Brian to put that up on the main email. You have, you have 48 people here listening. A lot of them are new as well. So I'm going to set that. It's absolutely I, I, You were shocked yourself. I could hear it in you. Well, that's because I, Sandra, it's scary at that point when you all of a sudden you realize that now you have John, John 832 on your side where he says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What's interesting is that when you know that your godly estate begins at fertilization nowhere else and you know the limits, meaning from that to this moment is continuous and contiguous, unbroken, uncut. You're not making any claims. You're just telling the truth. And then you go, wait a minute here. That pure, that innocent position is innocent the whole time. If somebody else hangs any of their ideas on me, if somebody forces or presumes anything, it's a trespass. Now you get you have 100% reality on your side, 100% truth on your side. That's why I jokingly at the end of that call said, hey, my new my standard is truth. How's that? So anything that is not true is a trespass. <laughs> it's not anything it can harm you. It can it, it because it, 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 life it, and death. It will harm me. Now, number one, if it's a birthday, I have to die. If it's if it's any fictitious jurisdiction, I can go to jail. They they can beat me to death in the streets. They can tase me. They can do anything they want. But remember that if truth is your standard and your standard begins at fertilization, what happens is, is anybody else's idea other than your own. I'm, don't get me wrong. I don't get to pretend I'm a cat. I don't get to pretend that I'm a, a non-binary. I don't get to pretend I'm a woman. I don't get to pretend anything because that's not true. I'm now I'm subjecting myself to the fiction. But as long as I live within the truth of the matter and truth and reality, Anything not true or anything not real becomes a trespass. That's the entire fictitious realm. Yeah. Fictio seated veritati. Fictio seated veritati becomes a shield. It becomes a shield. Yes. And I've used the shield on the phone to the attorney general. Can I ask a question there, Les? Yeah, <laughs> you know when you claim, you know when you claim benefits, that's basically uh, you're you're it's claiming character. You're in the dead world. Yeah. You're yeah, yeah, you're 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 claiming to be that person that aren't you? So yeah, yeah, well, there, yeah, there are no benefits for the living, and there is no trust account for the living. None of that stuff is real. It's only based upon your willingness to become part of the collective. 
the the, the, the yeah. collective mean, the meaning as long as cesspool. the public cesspool is what it is. Yeah, man, if I can feel it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's and wonderful, that's, though. That's what Attorney General <laughs> said to me on the phone. He says, um, we members of the public. I said, hang on. There's no part of me put in the public unless I'm through an act of mayhem. Are you telling me some violence has occurred on my biology? Because I'm telling you, it hasn't done yet. Oh, I went mad. I... I think that this is so simple. I mean, and, and crazy simple at that. But you really still have to know the biology. You have to understand why you're saying what you're saying and why you know what you know. This is not subject to to to, to debate. This is an undebatable situation. Uh, truth is not. There is no my truth, your truth. If you if you keep saying that kind of crap you're going to be in trouble because there is no my truth. Put it this way. If we're both looking at an apple or if 10 of us are looking at an apple and, and, and one small segment of that apple has a worm in it. And, and so out of the 10 of us, only one of us gets to see the apple with the worm, that side. of. The, so all of us agree with, with the exception of one. It's a perfect apple, Kurt. Yeah, it's a perfect apple. And there's one guy there that says, no, there's a worm in the apple. The point is, it's an apple with a worm. The fact that the nine of us cannot see the worm doesn't mean that the worm doesn't exist. So the one guy that actually can see the worm is the only one that has access from his own perspective to the reality of the worm. The worm, whether we see it or not, exists. So nine of us would actually be wrong by saying there's no worm. And only one guy out of the 10 would be correct in his position. But the reality is for all 10 of us, is there's an apple with a worm. It doesn't matter what we think or what we see. That's why the truth is so hard for us to, to grasp because right now, I don't know what the weather is where you guys are. I, I do know that the time heavy. is... I, I know that the time is different. <laughs> and, and I know that it's different by at least an hour. <laughs> um, the point is, is that the truth is the same for all of us. We don't get to pick and choose anything. It's raining in some places of the world. Um, you know, somebody's being born right now. Somebody's dying right now. That's all. It's all truth. We just don't. Well, we can't. Go ahead. I went to prove. Okay, I wanted to. You said to me one time that the mother, the woman, is the dowry that she brought the energy supply. To the union in the in fertilization. No, no, so my, no, no, I didn't say that. So I, I know that you you might you, you heard something, but the dowry is the dowry. But don't start talking energetics because mom and dad are equal in creation. They're equal. In fact, yes. in fact, it's 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 more than that, and this is where the 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 secret aspect where we're order out of chaos you know when you start looking at order out of chaos it's dad's sperm that gives order to the chaos of mom's ovum that's what and it's the organization of the ovum that is that is brought about by the the fusion of ovum and sperm so mom's ovum by itself albeit perfect and 23 chromosomes Every month it gets washed away unless it's fertilized. Every month it gets washed away unless it gets fertilized 
from heaven. Unless the sperm from heaven fertilize that ovum, Mother Earth's material stays disorganized. It stays chaotic and then gets washed away. So it's it's both mom and dad. Without mom and dad, nothing happens. Mom doesn't make a baby. I'm sorry, ladies. If you think mom does any more than dad, sorry, other than let me rephrase. I meant to say that the <laughs> mitochondria DNA from okay. the mother, but left in the mitochondrial DNA from the father is left outside of the union because it's in the. It's actually it's it's killed off. It it is actually. Yes. It, it's killed off and only the mitochondrial DNA of mom. So in other words, it's mother to mother to mother. To mother. I mean, so now you got a mitochondrial Eve going on and mitochondrial Eve is, would be the first mother, but all mothers, all the energy, the, the mitochondria, the source and energy of life comes from mom. Dad's That's is killed what off. I was trying to get at because when I drew, when you explained that, I had to draw it out in my own head and see. So I drew out, drew out the sperm and the ovum, and I showed the confusion, and then I go, oh. That's where it is because the mitochondrial DNA is in the tail and that gets left behind. That And so you can actually draw out scientifically what you're saying to be 100% fact. And if you leave that position out, if you leave it out, there's no energy, there's no life, but it's worse than that. Remember that that's, that's the source of all energy in both male and female. Just because mine, my sperm doesn't carry into my son the, the mitochondria. It doesn't. From father to son, it doesn't happen. So I'm not giving my son my energy. My mom is. Or my wife, I should say. My mom. My mom, my mom had nothing to do with that. Just so you guys know. <laughs> but my my, it's my wife's mitochondrial uh, mitochondrion that's actually expressed or given to my son. So it's mother to mother to mother to mother, uh, as far as the source of energy. And imagine if, and and this is where it gets nutty. Imagine if you found a way to capture the female legally. Now you have the source of all labor, all energy to all of mankind. And that's what they did. They found a way to get rid of dad completely and then basically uh, legally trap the energy um, that is uh, uh, granted by mom to to infants. And then keep, by keeping us infants through a 365-day revolutionary war every 365 days we revolve back to infancy and, and lay claimed through that birthday and we and we remain infants and so now they get to act as guardians uh over that energy source and administrate that energy source basically forever until we wake up what i'm getting at is the truth is 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 beyond all that there there is no need for any of their nonsense anymore by knowing that every act, action, every single claim is a trespass. There isn't anything they can do anymore when you understand all the way down that from fertilization to last breath is your kingdom and that that, that unmixed, pure, innocent position from Creation to your last breath outside the womb. That's innocence, by the way. Unless you actually, unless you actually trespass upon somebody else's 
life in somebody else's property, you've never committed a crime ever in your life, ever, which means you're innocent from the moment you're created to the moment you die. There is no commercial. There is no commercial crime anymore when you understand this reality and now everything if anybody brings a cause of action against you for any reason it's already a trespass yeah and uh, sorry Kurt just before we start that letter I just want to get Brian to put it back up again but Brian before you came on he wanted to can we not take a claim against these people and I was like no you can't because you have to put on the cloak of fraud to go in that to take the claim so what was yes. your, and it's a car case. The case is based on a car case. So if you're bringing in a case, it's on the car case. So you're already in the madness to bring a case. Yeah, if you bring a case, it it's already evidence of 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 the decedent estate. In their world, you can't you can't mess with their world at all. If you are if you're vindictive, if if you want retribution, whatever, you're you're going to be punished. I'm just telling you right now that. The reality is, is you already own everything. We already own everything. That's why I'm so disgusted when people go, oh, we own nothing. We own everything. We own everything. Our energy provided and created everything on planet Earth. We own it all. They own nothing. By the way, corporations can't own any property. So there's no corporation on planet Earth that owns any property either. Oh, but Kurt, BlackRock. I don't give a shit about BlackRock. I don't well, care Kurt, about any I of these. Yeah, go ahead. Kurt, see the Bill of Exchange Act, eighteen eighty-two. So you, you can't you can't use that because or, can cannot cannot be used. And so I'll tell you what happened. There was civil disobedience there last year in Ireland, called out in September, and people were to stop paying their electricity bills throughout the whole island, right? And basically, I don't know how. Wait, many but, 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 wait, 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 stop. Go ahead. You said they stopped paying their electricity bill. But they never had a bill because it was in that other character's name. Correct. So what I'm getting at is look at how far, how deep this this perception goes. I didn't stop paying a bill because I never received one. So is that a trespass? It's a trespass for them to even presume that that, I mean, if they send you a letter in the mail that is ultimately injurious to you. Right. They've come, they've come to my my dwelling and they try to <laughs> cut me off right you know what i mean so yeah i'm getting the picture here now yeah so okay it's, it's not to be it's not to be used then it's not to be used because i, I i'll go forward with my letter back to them it's, it's a trespass you you have to state the the entirety of your existence I, you're not making you never make a claim you're just saying from fertilization yeah. to last breath the last is breath, my yeah. is my kingdom and the fact that you guys have presumed a, a birthday or something along those lines and you've attached something, a bill or something to that, by you hanging that uh, upon my estate is a trespass. Yeah. Because there's nothing. They can't they get past this. They can't get past this. No. Everybody knows that they doubled up, don't we? No, I mean, and that's what it's all about. And I that's what all bills are about. They're, 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 they're fucking exploiting everybody by getting paid again. They've been but, paid but, by us. Uh, be careful again. I know, I know, I can I can hear, because I have it, I, it's still deep down inside me, the anger at 63, 64 years old, I mean, if you include the in the womb time, the anger of being misled and deceived 
my entire existence and looking at my parents and my grandparents and, and, and all the people that have been deceived, that anger is deep. But we already own everything. The only way we keep giving it away is by playing and thinking that those courts are for us. By the way, let's let's do this real quick. The court, the court is the person and suit of the sovereign. That's the court. Black's Law, look up court. Now, what's interesting, it says, and his regal retinue wherever he may sojourn. So the, the person and suit of the sovereign and, 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 and it includes the regal retinue. Retinue is a jumble for uterus. Wow, I didn't know that. And then you, you look up retinue and it says um, a retainer or an attendant. Ah. Well, the retainer is the attorney, but it's also the Jesus part. It's the fetal part is the retainer. That is Isaiah 9-6, the counselor. That's your biology. And then there's the attendant, which is the handmaiden of Jesus, which is the uterine wall, which is the maternal part of the placenta. So the placenta is the yeah. regal retinue. Brand. It, it, it's unbelievable. So now you go, wait a minute here. So if, if I write Curtis R. Period Kallenbach, I'm identifying the person in a suit. The regal retinue is R. Period. And then I got my legitimacy through my father's name, which is right in uh, 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 Rerum Navarum at, at, at paragraph 13, where they're talking about the father making sure that his offspring have everything they need through his his personality, the inheritance of his personality. That's Kallenbach. That's everything. Curtis R. Period Kallenbach is the court. So, Curtis, can we just do the peace and harmony, convenience and consistency to, to just <laughs> to, to end the name side of it so people can, you know, be clear on that before we move on to the next one? Because I know the whole name is, you could do a whole big subject topic on that alone. But it's important, it's vital that people understand and that. If it's uh, you're when you're saying R period, you're not saying Curtis Richard period. The R is an initial. It's not actually for Richard. It's an initial period. So I would just wanted you to make a contrast between those two before we leave that. Sandra, I, I will. But Sandra, um, let me ask you something. If I say the words initial period as one idea, what does that idea mean? Well, initial What's now. It? Right. The initial period is is the beginning. Yeah. Well, isn't all the time in the womb that is missing the initial period? Mm -hmm. It's the initial period. Curtis, I mean, the R period evidences the piece cut off of me, my fetal biology plus my mom's. So the placenta evidences my initial period in the womb. And the period I'm talking about definitions now is the dowry or mom's that little piece of land that is still attached to me, that strip of ground, strip of land that is attached to my, my biology in the placenta. That's the initial period. And now, again, when you look at Curtis, me sitting here in this chair, our period, which is the placenta evidencing, um, evidencing the, the uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to the term I just used earlier, the, uh, um, 
what is what is what is the word I'm looking for? It's it's read out of court. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Um, you lost that a long time ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's the uh, um, the person in suit of the sovereign and and the the retinue, the retinue, the retinue, the regal retinue. Retinue again is a jumble for uterine. So when you understand what the regal retinue is, it is the biology of mine and the biology of mom's that is evidenced in the placenta, the afterbirth. By the way, the afterbirth, if you think about it, is the second coming. Yeah. How come nobody figures this shit out? I mean, baby comes out and then there's the second coming. Only after there's the cut, really, because there's one coming before the cut. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, you wanted I dowry to dowry do... here. Do you want dowry? Yeah, do dowry real quick. Yeah. No, you know what? No, 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 no. Go to DOT. Go okay. to first of all, evidence the proof that a period, by the way, if you go to the word period or the definition of period, it'll say dot, but then go to DOT and see what the definition of dot is. Besides being the Department of Transportation. <laughs> What is DOT? I'm looking it up there now. By the way, I, I had enough coffee, but now I'm drinking a beer. You're getting very fond of the beer. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, well, you know what? I'm almost done with this other book. This other book is going to be almost 500 pages. And it, it actually, actually, I am done with it. It'll go to the publisher this, this, this week. And it'll be out within 45 days. That's and it just that was and, some achievement. How long did it take you to put it together? Well, the, the it it took quite a while to get all the notes in there because that, the notes are three times longer than the actual transcription was. So um, it's crazy, but this dismantles. It's called um, the book is actually going to have a title. I should just tell you guys what it's called now. It's called um, First in Time. On the cover is a zygote. On the back is the stranding of our biology. Uh, in, in, I'm talking about illustrations now. And then the inside of the book is is evidencing all the way down. And by, thank God I didn't finish it earlier because of that that call I did with Linda and and Kevin the other day. Uh, I now know um, that I get I can actually add before it goes to the publisher the uh, best pass. The trespass. I can't wait. I want a truckload of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this we is have... one. That I you. This is the book that you can actually chuckle. By the way, it's attached to right of way. It's right of way is still. It's still your. It's still your crossover through the motherland, which is still your right. Your right over the earth, the entire earth. Right of way is about your right over the earth. Um, this one here, first in time, is 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 one of those weird things where you, you could actually chuckle if somebody ever made a claim ever, ever, ever. Yeah, it is. It does get funny when you see it for the bigger picture, when you, when you're able to, when you can grasp it all, it, it, it is funny. It's hilarious. The whole thing. How do you ever, how did we ever fall for it? I'd like to know. How did we ever attach ourselves to a piece of paper? Yeah, I take that. I'd take we No, that. we didn't. What, what we did is in, I mean, there are no guarantees in nature. So you wake up every day and you're, you're, it's up to you whether you live or die. In other words, there could be predators out there. You might go hungry. In nature, that's the reality. What they did is they created a world where there were guarantees, where there is a welfare state, where everybody takes care of each other, even at the expense of the, of the producers, meaning 
that now everybody is now subject to saving everybody else. And so when people choose not to do something, you still have to feed them. When people choose to be nasty or to, to com commit crimes, you still have to be punished because you're part of that pool. That pool. What I'm getting at is in reality, in nature, no squirrel out there is going to be punished for the, the events of another squirrel. No squirrel out there is going to be killed because the, the, their neighbor's squirrel did, did or did not do something. We're dumber than nature. We are the dumbest of all species because we have a tendency to believe absolute nonsense. Yeah. Nature doesn't believe anything. I mean, a wolf just is a wolf. He goes and kills to eat. He doesn't murder. He kills to eat. By the way, I should say one last thing about us. Our biology is an animal. It's an animal. and But it's our consciousness which separates us from the animals. So it's the combination of the ability to be conscious. That's our self-government. That's our ability to govern ourselves and, 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 and keep our animal on a leash this was one of my favorite analogies of all time if my mind and consciousness is my ability to self-govern and and self-discipline that's god g-o-d but the animal that wants to do all of the animal things you know what animals want to do that's that's the image of god or d-o-g so you got your consciousness as g-o-d but you have your animal instincts and your infancy and your id and all that nonsense as the as the as the dog. So again, when people are claiming to be in the image of God, what they're doing is they're only identifying with the animal aspect. And and the reality is this: is when you understand that you are both, or your mind, body, and spirit, all in the same space and time position, what happens is you have your dog on a leash you got it under control and now your dog is not a statute at large your dog is not astray your dog is not out for capture because you have your dog your body your animal under control it's beautiful it's beautiful mm -hmm. by the way when you the more you learn this the less angry you will be about what these people have put in place because I want you to really, really be honest with yourself. Look around. How many of your friends and family and people you know are not animals? I don't know no one. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to be honest here. Almost everybody we know cannot, are, are, are led by their bodies. Almost everybody we know. They're they're led they're led by the animal aspect of their existence. They are not in control, which is impulsive behavior acting on impulse. You don't and and, and 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 infancy. It is the true infancy. ID. It's the id that Freud talked about. That's why they issue you an ID. Yeah, they issue you an id, an ID, and and you're supposed to keep it under control. But most of the time, we we just don't get it. But that's that's the way they found that's how they found to keep everybody under control. The reality is is we're supposed to control ourselves. Yeah. That's that's what that's the truth of the matter. And when you understand what I'm speaking about right now, I'm talking about self-government beginning at fertilization and you being 100% liable for your entire existence. That means nobody owes you a lunch. 
Nobody owes you a job. Nobody owes you anything. You are 100% responsible for yourself. Don't get me wrong. I mean, this world is absolutely beautiful when when people are truly honest with themselves. You know, I'm I'm 63 years old. I'm never going to win an Olympic medal. That's honesty. Hey, I wish I could, but I can't. You know, my IQ is only this, 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 this great. I'm never going to be part of Mensa. <laughs> I mean, we got to stop thinking that that we're owed something because we want it to be true. And that's the world we live in right now. We live in a world where people just decide I'm entitled to this. You know what? I'm in a wheelchair, but God damn it. I want to compete in the 100 meter dash at the Olympics. And and I'm going to bring a court case against the Olympic Olympic Committee because I want to run. I, even if I'm on wheels, I want to run against these people. No, I hate to say it, but that's not reality. And if you want to live in a world where you the, a, 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 a licentious or litigious realm where truth has no bearing on, on anything, that's. That's the world we found ourselves. Uh, I'm non-binary. I, I'm, I want to be a, a girl. Well, you know what? That Those ideas are destroying reality. They're destroying the, the ability, common sense, and cause and effect. Meaning that if I want to, if I really want to earn something my, of my own, if I really want to earn it, I know that I can I can create something. I can I can work hard and put it out there. I can find a giant audience if I want to be wealthy, or I can just go to a job every day. But I'm in control of everything. I get what I pay for. That's the world I want to live in. Just so you guys know. Dot. A small <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a, a small point or spot made with a pen or other pointed instrument, a speck used in marking, a writing, or other thing. Then you have dot to mark with dots, and then two, to mark or diversify with small detached objects as a landscape dotted with cottage or clumps of trees, then dot to make dots or spots. That's all I got from Webster's on dot. Really? Yes, and this is the I have the dictionary in my hand. That's all I got. I'm going. I'm I'm going to Webster's online to dot right now. Yeah. D o t uh, d e f definition dot Webster's. Ready? I see all that. I see all that. I see all that. Then verb to mark with it out. Blah blah blah. Daughter. Okay, but dot three of four noun. Dowry. Yeah, I'm on dowry. I have dowry. Okay, that's it. So uh, the word dot, the dot, means a dowry. Okay. Now, dowry. now, now you read dowry. What does it say? This is good. Yeah, I like dowry. Uh, dowry. This word differs not from dower. It is the same word, differently written, and the distinction made between them is arbitrary. One, the money, goods, or estate which a woman brings to her husband in marriage. There it is right there. No, no, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Now you have the land that is promised, the motherland. And that's our period, Curtis, our period. 
the placenta evidences the right of way or the land or mother earth. By the way, goods. It says money, goods, or estate. Goods is the unborn of animals. There yeah. or 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 appurtenances upon the land or upon the ground. Kallenbach sits on top of the biology. Kallenbach is the house that sits on top of my biology. That's an appurtenance. So when you had add Kallenbach to my biology, that's a house on the land. That's why in the movie Wizard of Oz, when she got when when she got her head bumped. They they show the house lift up off the ground of of uh, Kansas and go to Oz. It didn't go anywhere. She just got bumped on the head. But the point is, is the house was lifted off the land while she lost consciousness. That's what happens to us when we claim a birthday. When we when we accept this nonsensical, fictitious realm. Our house, in my case, Kallenbach, is no longer attached to the land. And now we're looking at why, because they have a secret handshake called, in my case, our period. Our period puts my house back down on the land, on the ground. So now my house and land are one through the dowry. And now I have harmony between mom and dad or, mother, or father and mother. Heavenly father, mother earth. Done. Yeah. Peace and harmony. Peaceably. So, again, the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, when it talks about the right of the people peaceably to assemble, it doesn't mean me with a bunch of my friends getting together at church. It means my consciousness finally realizing that I got to be responsible for my biology, my body. I'm assembling myself. I'm peaceably. Yes, but peaceably. Mm -hmm. Which means I'm not going to war. And how do I not go to war? Well, remember that war means to be at, at Webster's to be says the, the competition over a particular end. Well, I'm not competing. I'm not. There's no competition. If I know the truth, if the truth begins at fertilization, there is no particular end. So if there's no particular end, there's no war. Now I'm at peace. And how do I get there? By having knowledge of fertilization being my godly origin and my last breath being my demise now from fertilization to last breath all present and accounted for i'm at peace mm -hmm. done for convenience and consistency okay are you ready for that yeah go on <laughs> thank you for thank you for trying to keep me in line here this i mean it's it's hard, man. I'm all over the place. Oh, anyway. I'm same. I wish I had someone to keep me. The last time I was here on my own when you didn't show up, I had the worst day over me, and I wish I had someone to give me keep me in line. I was just a mess. Well, first of all, um, in the 1940s, the UN was created. Now, and, and you guys can all go into the UN documents and find one word, measure, M-E-A-S-U-R-E, -E, measure. Measure is what they're using at the UN, a measure. And that measure is a cut. The cut is the umbilical cord that is cut off of you, the umbilical cord back to the placenta, and the placenta is a fetal-maternal position. Fetal-maternal. Fetal is your property, maternal is mom's. That, prop, that placenta, also known as birthday cake, is also known as a human creature at unum sanctum 
and the unum and, and the human creature is claimed by Rome. And it's also known as a third party or third person tertium quid, T-E-R-T-I-U-M-Q-U-I-D, tertium quid. And of course, the tertium quid at the at the at the Christ level or at the Christian level is a combination of human and divine. That is the placenta because it's your direct link to God or creation. Now, what's interesting about this is that in 1945, the, the United Nations already agreed that this measure, this particular measure was going to be the third party, third person in all arbitration around the world. In other words, to settle the account, to settle the matter. Well, that's already your property. It's already yours. When you know the truth all the way back to fertilization, you don't need to go into the international courts. You don't need to go to the high level or, or the in, in America here, it would be called the, the upper courts. Or in other words, upon, what do they call it, uh, appeal. You don't need to do any of that. When the truth is already out there, the lower courts don't have any jurisdiction because that's called summary judgment. And the upper courts don't have to have any decision at all because it's already been decided the truth already wins so what i'm getting at is there just just break that little small because that's really important there too uh, because i wanted you to say what summary judgment means for them so summary judgment is is it's already been decided when you claim a birthday it's already been decided you're at war when you claim a birthday you're at war so the moment anybody hears a birthday or a character born to that birthday out of your mouth you're at war. And now that war, that situation has to be arbitrated. They arbitrate it with that third party, third person tertium quid, which is already your property. So, I mean, but it's been separated from you. So you got two choices. You can either go in there and bend a knee. They call it pray or plea. And, and, and you have to wait for somebody to be merciful upon this situation you don't need mercy when it's already your property you don't need mercy from somebody that has no ability to judge you because at first corinthians 2 15 it says what the spiritual man shall be judged by no man and spiritual means nothing more than breathing so as long as you're still breathing today you first corinthians 2 15 says hey listen i'm not here to be judged and and but but again what you're asking me sandra is they 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 say that the birth certificated birth character has already been adjudicated guilty. It's called original sin. The moment you claim a birthday, you're subject to original sin. And now it's already been decided that it has to go to the, it has to go beyond this situation. If you go into a, a, a speeding ticket situation, you go into a, the lower courts, it's already been adjudicated. You are already guilty by the birthday minority the, report comes it's to minority the, the movie minority by the way if you remember where does that guy lose his son in that movie where does he lose his son, where does the son does... in the public pool yeah yeah he loses his son he never sees him again he loses his son in the public pool that's what happens everybody to us. else is lost everybody in the world is lost in that public pool everybody's lost and by the way the, the public is the city the city is rome so never forget that the public is a city the civil rights character civil means nothing more than roman so again and same with christian the the civil calendar gregorian calendar character is all christian and all christianity is subject to rome the moment you claim any aspect of that you're subjecting yourself to the pope 
Be salvaged. Really, Get salvation. It's very simple. It's not, I'm not being negative. I'm just telling the truth. And and again, I don't I could care less. But here's the thing: back to summary judgment. It's already been decided. So the the moment they hear a birthday out of you, it's already been decided. The problem is, is when you tell the truth, when you say, I'm I don't have a birthday, or or you know, birthdays are for infants. Um, you know, my, my origin, my origin is fertilization, which means birthdays don't apply to me. Now, summary judgment does not apply. By the way, be, be, be cautious here because very few people in the world know this. So the fact that you know the truth finally, and you're, and you're speaking it out loud, don't, don't sit there and go, uh, they, they, they beat the, the cops beat me up in the street. Why would you hold court in the street? Why would you try to do this talking to a cop that knows nothing? His job yeah, is agree. to get his, his job is to bring you in so you can you 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 can figure this shit out. They're don't hold you court out again. You don't yeah, you don't hold court out in the street. But the point is is that very few people know this stuff. Don't think that because you get it, it's going to work for you out there amongst everybody in that world. It's not. Everything has already been predetermined in that world, in that fiction. Everybody's guilty in that fiction. It's original sin. You're it's all, everybody's guilty. It's already done. So what you have to do is figure out what is it that separates me from the fiction. And that's the trespass. That's where we're going to end up eventually only talking about the fact that from fertilization, the last breath, my kingdom my the, the the standard of my kingdom is truth and if the standard of my kingdom is truth you can't hang me with fiction does that make sense absolutely okay so now we're going to go to convenience and consistency real quick um i'm going to go to webster's and 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 just those two words by the way coronavirus i know people go yeah i know people that died or whatever most people died in the hospitals they were killed in the hospitals just so you know uh corona means nothing more than crown or your own mind your your ability to self-govern so if you're if you still think the crown is 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 the king of england or whatever you know what you're, you're giving away all your power your crown is your own head your crown is your own ability to self-govern. And what's happening is, is the corona crown virus is the virus of your own mind. And if you believe any of the nonsense going on in the world, that's, cor that's coronavirus. And it doesn't matter what form it takes. I mean, a birthday is coronavirus. In fact, it really is coronavirus because the afterbirth is, is the thing on deposit. And they know that the maternal part of the placenta is the corona. It's the corona. So that's the crown. I mean, even Jesus in 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 the crown of thorns is is the. It's a crown of thorns. Come on, how come yeah, nobody gives a is. shit? It is a crown it's a, of thorns. It, it's a barbed wire fence. It's a it's a belief system that keeps you trapped. And believe me, I felt like I was wearing it for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, convenience and consistency. I'm going to Webster's. Oh, I, I know what I need. Oh, yeah. Is it cold? Oh, Debbie just got me out a nice cold beer. Go on, yes, Debbie. You right. keep him going for <laughs> us, Debbie. Sandra says, go, go, go. Go, go, Well Debbie. deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> well, you know, I was really, I was really, I mean, 
I was really bent because I made that mistake early today about the time change. But look, in this in this little bit of time, we're we're covering. Everything. It was. It doesn't matter. We got a chapter. It says it doesn't matter. We're here now. That's all that matters. Okay, um, so now I'm going. I'm going to convenience because no, I'm not. I'm not going to convenience. Is Debbie going there for to... one second? I just wanted to run something by her. Is she listening? Oh, hey, okay. Well, uh, let me do this then because right. let me see if she's okay. here. Oh, she's outside. Debbie. Okay, I'll put her on when she gets back in. Yeah, okay, no problem. But he, yeah. So, but here's the thing: is so here I am. I understand. By the way, the movie, The Truman Show. Truman, T R U M A N. Harry S. Period Truman was supposedly a president of the United States right at the time that the uh, United Nations was created. What people don't realize is that when there's so many so-called coincidences where they line up perfectly with everything going on, Harry Truman, Harry S. Period Truman, um, actually identified the true man. I'm talking about the secret handshake for the true man from Fertilization and the Last Breath in their fiction. Now, don't get me wrong, Curtis R. Period Kallenbach, it's what it's like having the combination to a lock. That's all it is. Do I need it? Do I really need Curtis R. Period Kallenbach for you guys? If I came over to Europe right now, if I came to Ireland right now, do I really need Curtis R. Period Kallenbach to drink some beers at the pub with you guys? Just, no. just say no. Just tell me no right now because you're not going to hold me to it. You're not going to say, oh, I'm, I'm, you know what? Three beers for the table over there. And you notice there's Curtis R. Period Kallenbach sitting at our table. If if I heard anybody say that, I would leave the pub. <laughs> My point is that we don't need that shit. We don't need it. Nature doesn't need it. But in their world, it, it's like a shield. It identifies the whole man, the true man, from fertilization last breath in the only way they can recognize it. The only way they can recognize it. Uh-oh. Get, getting a lot of back, background noise. Yeah. Hello, iPhone. Can you turn off your, your mute? Mute your phone, please. Brian, are you able to mute that? Uh, the, uh, I'm on mute. I'll turn it off then. I just need to do Thank God they're not having sex. I know, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, sorry, Curtis. Oh. Are you there, Curtis? You've, you've muted uh, Curtis. He's on iPhone. Yeah, he's got oh, the iPhone. Oh, iPhone. So, so sorry, <laughs> yeah. Brian. You may unmute that. <laughs> sorry, Kurt. Hey, you. <laughs> uh, hey, you you amputated me. <laughs> you cut me off. Anyway, so again, back to the the idea that the president of the so-called United States back in the time when the United Nations was created was Harry S. Period Truman. True man. It doesn't I mean think about is that a coincidence that true man was the name of the president when the United Nations measure was created? No, well, anyway, the same period of time, no pun intended, the same period of time that Truman was in office, the Lanham Act, the Lanham L A N H A M Act, uh here was was laid out, and the Lanham Act was about origin. 
I'm I'm talking O R G I or origin, the origin of of the species, the origin of man, which is fertilization. So it all correlates directly with the true man, and and what I'm going to read right now is 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 from the um, Truman Library, which is I'm only going to read a couple of lines, but it it lays out the two words that Sandra just brought up: convenience and consistency. So. This is an article explaining why the period, why the dot is is required after it's in the, the S. It's in, the, uh, it's in the library in the United States for anybody who wants to go and uh, to, to have a look at it as well. This is not something we're pulling out of the air. This is actually recorded in the Truman and the Truman Library. Yes. Let me see if I can do it on my phone. Otherwise, I have to go downstairs six feet under. There he is, period, Truman. Period. Let me see if it comes up. There it is. There it is. Found. I got it. All right. So here's what it reads. This is actually at the website. It says the use of the period, also known as the dot, the use of the period after the S, also most often referred to as the middle initial, Harry S. period. It says the use of the period after the S in Harry S. period, Truman's name. So I'm going straight to the second paragraph, it says, or third paragraph. It says several widely recognized style manuals provide guidance guidance in favor of you in favor of using the period according to the Chicago manual of style by the way the the bar association the american bar association is located in chicago these things all come together and make sense but it says according to the chicago manual of style all initials given with a name should for convenience and consistency be followed by a period, even if they are not abbreviations of names. The United States or the U.S. government printing office style manual states that the period should be used after the S in Harry S. period Truman's name. Should, by the way, is not a, you don't get a choice. When it says should, it means shall, and shall means in, under all circumstances, it doesn't matter. You have to use the period in the United States. What is it? Why? Well, we don't have to know why, but they're telling us we have to use it. Oh, I don't want to use it, Kurt. I don't like the way it looks. I don't give a shit what you like. It's the secret handshake. Anyway, it goes on to say most published works using the name Harry S. Period Truman employ the period employ why well, just discovered in the last couple of days that the handmaiden is a servant in the employ is is a considered a domestic servant so the period is the servant it's the handmaiden of jesus the domestic anyway it says employ the period and here's where it gets unbelievable authors choosing to omit the period in their texts still 
must or must still use it when citing the names of organizations that employ the period in their legal titles. Organization. That's all of you. Mind, body, and spirit. All of your biology, all in one space in time. Same moment, same space. And they're telling you right here that it's the period that does all that. Oh, Kurt, it can't mean all that. Well, it does. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, so, it's, it's so huge. But then you go to the word convenience and you go to the word consistency. And this is where you go, wow, they don't even hide this shit once. By the way, understand that I used to be the greatest procrastinator in the world. Hands down. My motto was truly, don't put off today what you can put off tomorrow. <laughs> the, the, what I'm getting at is this: you're, you're listening to a guy that wouldn't, wouldn't do this in real time because it, it felt horrible. Like I was, I did, it just made me sick to think that I have to do it right now. And I, let me tell you, right now is the only time we have. Yeah. That's it. So that means that if I want something done, I got to do it right now. If if I need to go pick something up, I need to go pick it up right now. If I need to get a definition for something, I got to look at that definition right now. If I need to write something down, I need to write it down right now. It's the only time I have. And then I learned that rather than be a procrastinator, if I didn't know something, I didn't even pretend I didn't know it. I looked it up. I looked up everything. I looked up every word I thought I knew. And I've been doing it for 15 years. And now I'm completely different. Now I realize that I knew nothing. I, I don't presume anything. You, by the way, you don't know anything either. And, 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 and ultimately, my favorite thing that I discovered is that I'm the author. I'm the author of my life. My story is not his story. My story is not history. My presence never, ever mixes with the past. In fact, the past and the present are mutually exclusive. They cannot happen at the same moment. And if I exist, if I exist, the past cannot exist. You cannot bring the past into my realm, which, which would be a trespass, by the way. You can't bring that shit up to me because even when I sat with my classmates in fifth grade, when I was sitting there and that photograph was being taken, Sandra, what, what day was it? No. It was today. It's always today for the living. Yeah, there's only one moment in time, and that's now. Yeah, and, and there's the only one day. The present can't coexist in the same space. It's impossible. They cannot. They cannot. So, again, at 12.01 tomorrow morning, at just past midnight, what day is it? Today. It's today. We never, ever move into tomorrow, and we never have ever existed in the past. And that's what convenience and consistency is all about. When you understand that every, when they try to force his story upon your story, that's a trespass. When they try to force you into the future or anything like that, I'm sorry, but I, I only exist in the present. That's a trespass. Every single thing they're doing, and, and you agree to most of the time, is not true. Convenience. See, that's where they were, um, when I was bringing in the present to say, now, in the present, in this moment, that the Gardaí are at my, uh, you know, committing trespass. 
and they wrote back and they asked, wanted to know what date, what time, and all of this, so they could timestamp me. I said, today, happened today. You know, because they Wouldn't, tried to yeah, say that yeah. I think they were trying to provoke me to make a claim. How about this? Thank you for the loan, Sandra, uh, for the $500 today. I will pay you back tomorrow. <clears throat> Does tomorrow ever come for me? <laughs> no. No. If I promise to pay you tomorrow, but I only exist today. When tomorrow comes, it's today. I said, listen, I told you I'd pay you tomorrow. Yeah, but that was yesterday. There is no yesterday for me. <laughs> this is not semantics. This is reality. They're getting us to pay. They're double booking, double billing. They're, they're double dipping. They're doing everything because we don't recognize presence, our own presence. Mm -hmm. even, even in the Bible, they're always talking about Jesus coming back. From where? From the present. We're stuck on a timeline, a Gregorian calendar, Christian-based timeline stuck in the past frozen in time in the past so who's coming back to save you you are your present self comes back and picks yourself up and brings you up to the present until you're caught again Catch well unless you want to salvation from the church or salvage from the crown that's entirely they're entirely up to that but I, I, that's okay like i said i'm not forcing my world on anybody you guys do whatever you want. To be harmed. It's a certain I, I don't, thing you, to be harmed. <laughs> you guys do whatever the heck you want. I choose to be the king within and and subject my my own existence. I want. I have the divine right of kings over my my biology over my estate. My estate only exists from fertilization to last breath. That's it. Well, you know but what? I, I think that's a perfect run-in now to go to dear President Donahue. So here we go. I'm going. I'm at convenience. Oh, Remember, yeah. Sorry. For convenience and consistency. Webster's convenience. Fitness or suitability for performing an action or fulfilling a requirement. Two, something such as an appliance, device, or service conducive to comfort or ease. Look at this. Who B says, chiefly British, a toilet. What? Well, this that's where it gets kind of funny for me because then toilet paper, uh, you really you start to look that direction. You realize that it's possible that a birth certificate is actually toilet paper, but we're not going to go there on this call. Um, but here's look at this. Number three says suitable or convenient time, and here's the next, the best one. Number four. Sandra, are you there? What does what number listening. four say? Um, I haven't got in front of me. Freedom from discomfort, colon, ease, E-A-S-E. -E. So convenience is ease. So is, is ease the opposite of dis-ease? Absolutely. And again, no, so, what you just said, the whole all of that character is all diseased. And that that's is what I'm getting, way to bring ease. And that's what I'm getting at. So they're saying for convenience and consistency. 
you have to use a period after that initial. But here's what's interesting. So convenience is ease. It's ease, which means it's there is no dis-ease, not even a possibility of dis-ease. And if you get rid of dis-ease, if you're completely, if if there's no chance of disease, what is that called? Immunity. Oh, immunity. Yeah, yeah. So now you're you have immunity to the to that form of disease. Now, when you understand that origin and fertilization is where the sovereign begins his existence remember you're the king you're the sovereign Mm -hmm. over that biology so now you have to start looking at this thing and you go oh that's where my sovereign immunity begins fertilization fertilization is the beginning of my sovereign immunity because by knowing my godly origin i am immune to the fictitious diseases that they're going to try to place upon me i'm immune to them so for convenience and consistency you got to use the period what's the other one consistency think about that word from fertilization to last breath all present and accounted for, nothing missing, I didn't forget anything, all present and accounted for from fertilization to last breath is me knowing the extent of my entire biological estate, my kingdom. I know all of it. I'm not going to leave that piece they cut off. I mean, if they clamped and cut the umbilical cord, that's a matter of fact. There's no doubt they did that. And then, of course, they got left behind at the hospital. Hey, I get that. But I didn't forget it. That means I have knowledge of my godly origin. And with the knowledge, it gets in front of the cut. The knowledge itself. I don't need a record. I don't need a record. I don't need a record, a public record that helps me reconnect with that godly origin. I already have it in my mind. It's already in my mind. So all present and accounted for from fertilization to last breath. What's my last breath? It's it, it can be one of these two things. My last breath can be an exhale, which is known as, as an expiration, expire. If, if my last breath is an expiration, I die. So from fertilization to last breath, if my last breath is an expiration, I die. And now when I die, I'm no longer present. In other words, I don't keep moving with the present moment. I get left behind in the past, which is why they call it passing. He passed. Yeah, that's he's not in the present anymore. So when, when you expire, when your last breath is an expiration and exhale, that last breath identifies where you're no longer present. From that moment, you're no longer present. But what if I continue to breathe? What if my last breath is always an inhale, an inhalation? Now I'm filled with the Spirit. As long as I'm filled with the Spirit, I'm living. And that's where 1 Corinthians 2.15 kicks in. The spiritual man is not to be judged by another man. Meaning that as long as I'm living, as long as I'm breathing, nobody can judge me. But you Even can the Bible, judge all things. Yeah, the Bible's on my side on this. I'm not even pretending you know, I'm not even a religious guy. I could care less what other believers, people that that believe 
you know, the nonsense. I'm just telling you that even the Bible says the spiritual man is to be judged by no man. Well, and, and spiritual means nothing more than breathing. So again, from fertilization to last breath, as long as I'm still breathing, filled with the spirit. By the way, let's think about the lungs. What are the lungs? The lungs are my wings. As long as I have wind beneath my wings, as long as I have air in my lungs, I can fly. And that means above the earth. Well, Kurt, you can't fly. Well, I, I, wait a minute here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting up away from the table right now, and I'm walking across my living room. Hell, you know what? I'm even going to go out the front door. I'm, am I on the earth? Am I in the earth? Am I tied to the earth in any way, shape, or form? No, you're not a tree. No, no I'm above the earth, which makes me extraterrestrial. Yes, and that is extraterrestrial federal, uh, federal jurisdiction at the UN. So here I am. I'm walking above the earth. I'm not. I have no fixed position. I, I'm actually soaring above the earth. By the way, let's let's think about my heart. I'm about five foot ten, five foot eleven. My heart is probably almost five foot off the ground. Or my hearth. What I'm getting at is that essay note in my heart. The location of that signal that I receive from wherever I'm actually located. I don't believe I'm actually here right now. I think I'm somewhere else. I think this biology is, a, is an avatar. But anyway, that's for a different day. So my heart is receiving a signal at the SA node, the sinoatrial node, which is about four and a half feet, five feet off the ground. That's me above the earth. My signal is five feet off the ground. I'm not in the ground. I'm not underground. I'm not attached to the ground. I am extraterrestrial. And as long as I'm breathing, I can fly, which means nothing more than walking above the walking on the surface of the earth. That's it. I'm flying right now. On something there, uh, just for there's um, was 50 there. And I just want to elaborate and just say that that one sentence, I for one am whole present and accounted for from fertilization until last breath is the start middle and end of the story if you know it if you know why that is it i i tried to write out a letter 15 times one night after i came across curtis's work and every single time it brought me right back to that sentence it's a genius sentence absolute ingenious i tried every way and that sentence just every time i come back to that that one uh, is priceless. I, I, I agree. And, and I used to be in sales and they always used to tell us to try to figure out how to how to create an elevator speech. And then I brought 15 years. No, I brought thousands of years of knowledge into one sentence. And that sentence is for me. I, for one, am all present and accounted for from fertilization to last breath and the beautiful thing about even saying it that way to last breath means that last breath for me while i'm breathing is fully present the day i die will be an exhale but until i die it's an inhale which means the the omega moment alpha moment is fertilization the omega moment is your last breath if my omega moment's an inhale i move along in the present if my omega moment is an exhale I stop moving in the present, and now my story is part of his story or the past. But until I die, 
I'm in the present. And if I'm in the present, I've been in the present from the beginning. And if I've been in the present from the beginning, I have no connection to the future or the past. They can't hang me with any of it because that would be a trespass. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited as hell. Anyway. Um, and, uh, Kurt, uh, just after Don and me there, Ross, I, I believe, is here. Ross is the 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 guy who did the video. Uh, oh. that sent you. Can, can, can you put sure him he... on? Can you put him on right yeah, now? Yeah, I just want to make sure he's here first before <laughs> we bring it up. Ross, are you there? Get on here, Ross. I did see him uh, earlier. Uh, Bruce, is he still there? Do you know? I'd have to check him. I'm not too sure. Uh, uh, well, well, let me let me then if, if he's not going to come on, I still want to talk to him. Here's the deal. I love it. I I think that we're I think that I would love to work with you directly on this stuff. I think it's fantastic. The problem is. You ruined it when you use the word conception. You actually destroyed everything by using a term that doesn't mean what you said it means. Conception is not fertilization. Conception is at least six, seven, eight, ten days after creation. Conception is implantation and conception is the birth certificated child. So the word conception is poison. Never use it, it. It is the poison. It's the thing that kills us all. It's the thing that establishes the trust account. It's the thing that all the bankers in the world are using. It's the thing that has destroyed this planet. Conception is the enemy. Now, that being said, again, I'm going right back to your work. I love what you did. You just have to never use conception and never use conception with my name, ever, <laughs> ever. Curtis, can, can, yeah. can we get him on another call? He was on the call for uh, some of the well, a lot of the time. I noticed him and I've been chatting to him. Yeah, but he may have just gone for a cup of tea at a lake or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you what we do. Uh, Bruce, we get yeah. we do do a little bit of this letter with Carton. If you can get a hold of him, if you can get him on before the end, it'd be great. Right, I love. Yeah. By the way, and again, I can't say this enough. I think what he did was exceptional. He just ruined it by using a term that completely annihilates all of all of. Well, you see, the problem us. is he would have been better off if he'd never done it at all because for the 99% of everything that he did was so accurate, but to owe it all to the one right. called abortion, to the conception, it was more harmful to anyone than than good because of how yeah. it was attributed. I I think it's called, I mean... What happened over there, Curtis, is basically, uh, uh, Ross is 24, I sent him your materials plus an overview of what I'd done myself so he could get his head around it because he asked me a different set of questions to do with common law. And I said, look, instead of looking at that, take a look at this. And within 48 hours, he'd sent me that video back. And I thought, blow me, this guy's 24. He's picked all this up inside a very short period of time. So I just forwarded it to, uh, to you know, to, to, to Sandra and, and uh, Charlie. Uh, and, uh, you know no thought, it is it is amazing I, yeah. I love it and but yeah. but then all i mean here i i started watching it and i went god this is beautiful and then i looked at the title or the label and i saw the word conception and i went fuck <laughs> so, but, can I, sorry sorry guys can i just quit in here sandra is this the video i watched the other day and i messaged you and i was like wow 
that was yes. amazing. Yeah, yeah, this guy was amazing. The video that he, this is the video now, I mean. But just let it be aware to you because I just want to explain and you see, this is where the things go wrong and I don't mean Because that, I'm visual, but... I'm visual. So he put it into visual. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Amazing. With the exception of the poison. Yeah, the con the conception, yeah. The conceptor. It's all I mean, that's 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 the Jesus and Mary, that's the narrative, that's the capital G Genesis. Conception yeah. is his story. Yeah. Fertilization is my story. Unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I was say, so I excited to, to watch that. All right. <laughs> anyway. Hello? I just wanted to put, I just wanted Are to, to say a little call, thing and say that video away? was amazing. I've gone away now. I usually get to bed about. Right. Well, he wants to talk to you because he loved the video. He said, but there's a couple of things that just needed changing. But would you be able to jump back on the call? Um, yeah, go on. Then. I can jump back on. All right. Okay. Well, we'll tell, or, or she'll just say that you're not here now, but we can get you back on. Is that, is that, what do you want to do? No, no, it's all right. I may, I may as well jump back on now. You're going to jump back on. Good, man. All... <laughs> it's all right. Excellent. And I, I would love to see the Let's two of you that. work together because I think you have both amazing, amazing right. with, with his visuals. Um, I agree. That is, I agree. They're amazing. Curtis with his commentary. He's, he's feeling tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I And, and, and I... I, I I get it, but I'm telling you right now, having somebody that young, if he actually, I mean, with that skill set, but yeah. ha but but if he actually knew what it was he was trying to accomplish, because he knew the truth all the way down, he would that would be so amazing. And and that's the only thing. That's the only word he couldn't use. And I'm not kidding. It's the only word you can't use conception because that's the prison system. Yeah. Yeah, that's the can, prison can someone, system. Sorry, can someone explain what this video is about for all the people that haven't seen it? I'm, I'm one that haven't seen it. And I think there's a few others in the chat room that haven't seen it either. So, did you see Curtis's video where Curtis did the drawing himself with the and explained the placenta and the baby? Have you seen Curtis's own one? Yes, yes. Well, it's similar to that one. He he kind of did something like that. Um, and then just a, a kind of attribute with it to conception, which was. Uh, so damaged and beyond words. Let me do this for everybody listening. That that Because conception is so easy. Fertilization. Mom and dad lay together. Dad brings 23 chromosomes worth of building materials to a job site. It's called sperm. Mom brings 23 chromosomes of building materials to a job site called ovum. When those building materials, when there's a things that when 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 fertilization occurs, that's creation. And that the thing created is called the zygote. That's fertilization. And it ha that's day one of life for all of us. Somewhere between six, seven, eight, 10, 12 days later, the thing created at fertilization is floating along on the waters of mother. I like Genesis 2-2 because it says that on the seventh day, God rested. To, to come to rest, think of this, you floating in a boat, we'll call it the ark. 
you're you're Noah and your zygote is the ark and you're in this thing. And so you're you and your ark are floating down the waters of mother and and then you come to rest. Where? You come to rest on the wall of the uterus. That's called implantation. Well, implantation is is somewhere around the seventh, eighth, tenth day, whatever. But in the Bible, it says on the seventh day, God rested. That's your, that's the creation. That's God's creation, the zygote coming to rest on the wall of the uterus. The wall of the uterus, the resting point, that's called conception. Now, the thing, and that's also now called pregnancy legally. So you're not pregnant until, uh, until that, created thing plants into the uterine wall. Now, the reason this is important is because when, I mean, the next nine months in the womb, you know, everything's happening inside of your, your biological estate inside of your celestial body, because that's what it is. Celestial body inside your celestial body, the zygote, all kinds of things are happening, but that's all your biology. That's all your estate. That's your godly estate. Now, when baby, when the water breaks, when your water breaks and the amnion opens up or the membranes open up and baby falls off the wall, so to speak, like Humpty Dumpty, well, baby's still attached to the wall by umbilical cord. Now, and the umbilical cord doesn't attach to mom. It attaches to the rest of your biology known as the extra embryonic material. The extra embryonic material, your property, your biology, and mom's biology, which is now an accretion within the, the uterine wall. It's what mom prepared. It's prepared ground. Mom prepared this ground for you to plant into, to come to land. You landed on Mother Earth when, when your zygote landed into the uterine wall. What I'm getting at is the prepared ground that mom prepared specifically for your landing on Mother Earth. When baby comes out, in other words, through the extension of the umbilical cord, they clamp and cut the cord. Now baby's out here as an indigenous person on the land. But the rest of baby's biology, the, the umbilical cord and all that extra embryonic material is still attached to the wall of the uterus. It's still actually considered fetal, fetal biology. So baby's called baby outside the womb, but all the baby's property inside the womb is still called fetus or fetal property. The reason this is important is because the material left behind, your biology left behind, when it comes out as part of the placenta, still attached to part of mom, which is that accretion that mom, the ground mom prepared for you. On what grounds, yells the judge. The ground that mom prepared for you is called an accretion. That, it's the combination of your biology and mom's biology in the placenta that, I mean, in fact, to be very specific, mom's biology, the ground she prepared for your landing is the only thing created at conception, at implantation. The only thing created at conception is mom's uterine wall accretion. It is not baby. It's nothing to do with you. In fact, it's not even your biology. Part, I so bring the it last in on that note. Okay, but let me one. finish. Let me let me yeah. finish. The only thing created at, at implantation or conception is the maternal part of the placenta. So when you speak of conception, it has nothing to do whatsoever with the baby's biology. None of it. So the thing conceived 
which did not have a father, by the way. Remember, mom created this accretion on her own, preparing that ground for your landing. It did not have a father, which is why that conception is an immaculate conception. It doesn't have a father. It's virgin land, virgin ground. That's the immaculate conception. The accretion is the immaculate conception, and it has nothing to do with baby whatsoever. Because there's no dad's DNA contained within that. No, dad, d d sex had nothing to do with the creation of that accretion. Nothing. No okay. Yeah. Ross, All right. can you come unmute yourself and come in here? All right, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, whoever else is in the background, can you mute? It's just Kurt and uh, Ross there for a minute, please. Ross? Yeah, let me just get my uh, notepad before you uh, drop some truth bombs on me so I can take all this in. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Am I speaking to Ross right now? Yeah, yeah. I love you, man. I, I think your work is amazing. Cheers. Um, Absolutely. No, I seriously, when I saw it, I got goosebumps, and then I saw the word conception, and that's it. That's when I went. I flew off the handle, and I said, my God, as good as this work is, it's now poison. But that's that, that you didn't know. I get that. I'm already good with that. But I yeah. love your Bruce, work. Bruce I love introduced your work. me to your um, your video. You're on um, some uh, podcast on YouTube. Uh, that's how I found you. I was only very new to it. So I thought I went, I went straight in and made the video, but probably should have waited because I didn't know enough. But we're here now. No, so. no. You're, you're, the work you did was amazing. The only the only thing was the word that you used. Right. And seriously, you, you remove that from all of it and you just use – you know, the right, the right terms that actually make sense or, or that's part of reality. I love it. I, I loved it and I hated it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> would it be all right then for that? Cause I would be making a proper one. Could I send you like a script and you can read over it and make sure that it's all good before. Absolutely. And, and, and seriously, I am, I'm, I'm bowing, man. I love what you do. I, I wish one I had that more skill thing, set. though, Ross. Is there? Can you see? The, uh, as good as it's wonderful. Your video was wonderful, uh, except for that bit as well. And we'll work on that. And you can. Uh, we'll get you in t uh, direct uh, uh, touch with uh, Kurt, so you can look over in between us first before it goes out. Um, but for people who've seen your TikTok, who have just seen this wonderful video, and they have no reference point to go and find more yeah. to reference. Uh, the work so then anybody who wants more of what you're doing can go directly to Curtis's work I believe that's very very important or else they won't get any more information yeah absolutely yeah I agree yeah so just to re reference it and we just fix it because I'd like to get that video back out again it is very very good I'd like that change and to get it back hey out. Ross Ross where are you physically located in my body <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> that was not a trick question, but it was a great answer. Um, no, in 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 the geographic round I'm in, uh, spherical I'm world, in England. I'm in England. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I just I just want to be clear, but I I love it, man, and and that's I I I went ballistic with Sandra that day. I, I even went off on Charlie for using the word conception. Um, this is so critical. Because so the what, words what, we what does the, the word conception mean? So I, I know what's the difference between what I want to make uh, understand the the mistake I made. I, I okay. I, like I, let me do it. Let me do it again. Let me do it again. You're probably repeating yourself to everyone else, but I'm very new to it. It, so it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Most people, they, it takes a while for it to sink in. Yeah, Put it this right. way. Put it this way. So 
I mean, when mom and dad lay together, they, they both provide building materials to a new entity. Dad provides 23 chromosomes in the form of sperm. Mom provides 23 chromosomes in the form of an ovum. Right. And when those two merge into one new unique entity, it's called fertilization. That's creation. That's creation. Now, fertilization and creation are one and the same thing. Now, somewhere, let's say, six, seven, eight days later, while this thing created is floating on the waters of mother, it's floating down on the waters of mother. It hasn't landed yet into the uterine wall. It has not, it has not landed yet. It's floating. It's a boat out on the water. Mom, while you're floating down the waters, is preparing a piece of ground for you right. to land on, a landing strip. And she's doing, it's called an accretion, or ultimately it's called uh, a lodium. So she's preparing this, but she's doing it on her own because the body's recognizing this situation and mom is preparing this, this landing site for you. Okay. Sorry, uh -oh. you mute your mic, please. His dialect is amazing. Charles, can you mute your mic? All right. Thank you. You still there? <laughs> so yeah, you follow so. me so far? Yeah, yeah. So here we are. We're in our boat. The boat is Noah and his ark. Noah and his ark. In other words, the ark itself is the zygote, but then as as the cells inside the ark are subdividing, it's turning into the embryo, it'll become the fetus, and it will become the baby. So we are the ship captain. We're Noah, but the ship itself is the ark of the covenant with God. It's a direct link to creation. So here we are in our ark floating on the waters of mother, and while we're floating for, the let's say, the first six, seven days, we're floating, and mom's preparing a piece of ground for us to land. By the way, while we're floating... We're in space. What do, Kurt, no, we're not. We're in mom. We're in space. We're not attached to anything anywhere. And all you have to do is consider the coordinates inside of mother's womb. She's, she's in space. We're all in space. We just occupy space. It might look like we're on the ground. It might look like we're anywhere. But we're always in space. We occupy space. So while we're floating on the waters of mother, we're unattached to everything. We're in space. So now mom is preparing a piece of ground, Mother Earth, for us to land. So when we land, we land on the, th the prepared ground that's called an accretion or alluvian. And that piece of ground, by the way, think about it. Mom and dad offered or, or donated biology to create you. But who created the landing strip? Mom did. Mom created that on her own. She didn't, I mean, none of that biology, none of that accretion was created by dad. It had nothing to do with a sex act. So the, the, the piece of ground that mom created for you to land upon was of her own volition. It was of her own creation. Right. That means it's, it's virgin, it's virgin ground. It doesn't have it. It was not created through an act of sex. So when you land on this virgin territory, everything happens after that. The next 280 days, the next nine months in the womb, all kinds of great things are happening. And here's the thing. When baby comes out, he's still attached to the umbilical cord typically. So now baby's already born, but then the umbilical cord straddles the world of the born and the unborn. 
two different realms water world and dry land and, and and so they clamp and cut the cord now they have an indigenous person on the land breathing air but then they have the rest of that person's the rest of that baby's property fetal fetal biology left behind separated like it like a duality so now there's two of you there's there's baby and then there's the, your baggage and effects the rest of your luggage left behind at the <laughs> at the terminal the terminal point so so think about how weird this is so now there's a piece of you that straddles that straddles the ground that straddles that opening by the way the word rock if you look up the word rock it means threshold so i mean there's a threshold the, the vagina is a threshold between realms it's a port of entry from the water world to the land world well anyway what i'm getting at is your biology is now straddling those two worlds through the through the umbilical cord and a piece of you is still adhering to the wall of the uterus by the way, the, the, the uterine wall, known is the, is the maternal part of the property, mom's biology, also known as the matrix. So that, that fetal material oh. left behind is still plugged into the matrix. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> baby's not, baby's not. But, 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 but the fetal property is still plugged into the matrix. Now, right. what's weird, this is an aside, but it's, it's the afterbirth that gets the birth certificate. So for us to keep claiming the birth certificated child, we keep plugged into the matrix through the birthday. I get it now. I see. So when we identify, sorry. Uh, so when we um, have knowledge of the first four weeks of our existence, then we unplug, if that's correct. When we know the truth all the way back to creation. Right. Have you, you've seen the movie Back to the Future. Yes. Well, remember that when when he goes back in front of all the nonsense that made his parents weird. <laughs> when, he, when he fixed everything and he got back to the present moment, his parents were amazing. They were amazing. They were successful. You know, one was an author. Mom was, I mean, it was an amazing family when he got back because he stopped the nasty shit from happening. And that's what we do when we go all the way back to fertilization and negate the cut. We don't negate it in reality because it's a matter of fact. What we do is we recognize our godly origin being fertilization. And this is why it's so important to understand fertilization over conception. Conception, when we plant into the wall of the uterus, mom prepared that ground on her own. That piece of ground is, 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 is virgin land. It was not created by my dad. It was not created by an act of sex. So it's virgin. That's the Virgin Mary. The, the accretion is the Virgin Mary. The accretion is the handmaiden to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the, the, the my biology that's also attached to the uterine wall known as the amnion, also known as the Lamb of God. So the Lamb of God and this accretion created by mom the Virgin Mary, you got the lamb and the Virgin Mary tied together in the placenta. That's Jesus and Mary. So their story, which is identified at Unum Sanctum from 1302 as the human creature that Rome is claiming because it's the entire story of Christianity. So you got the placenta evidencing his story, third party, third person, rather than my story in the present, which began at fertilization. And the neat thing about it all is that when I know my story from the beginning, it negates, like back to the future, it negates his story. Get it?
Yeah. Okay. okay. This is amazing, man. I know I can feel your smile, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can. So what I'm getting at is the beauty is the answer to the entire global cancer. And, and we don't need to go to war. In fact, what we need to do is understand that we're all we already we, it's already true. Our John 832 biblically is ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. We're already free. We're in we're outside of all the bondage, all the 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 bond age created by this placental bullshit birthday. By the way, the birthday was was designed. It's a revolutionary war. Why? Because every 365 days we revolve back to infancy. We take a pilgrimage back to infancy and because we always claim the infant position we're incapacitated legally. And so imagine every man on planet Earth claiming a birthday being legally incapacitated for the rest of his life. Requiring a bar association member to reconnect him with reality. They call themselves the fishers of men. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It goes deeper than I could have ever imagined this. Yeah, well, you know what? But you have the talent. You and I can have an awful lot of fun with this. Yes. I mean, seriously. Anyway, my apologies. I, I hope nobody scared you because <laughs> I was I was really mad. I was really mad. But your work is amazing. So there. Well, I'd rather done. get it right. So, uh, can I just thank you for your Sorry, yeah. can I just concur that this young man's work... Is this Nina? By the way, is this Nina? No, this is Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl, well, it gotta love yeah. your voice. Anyway, keep talking. Thank you. I just want to concur <laughs> that this young man's work is amazing. Um, as are you, Curtis. Uh, you're both amazing, but just seeing the visuals um, from this young man's work was amazing, and it really, really was a light bulb moment for me. You know, so some of us are Thank visual. You. Some of some of us are visual. Sandra was explaining to me earlier, you know, because I was like, why aren't I getting this? You know, I can listen to all the Zoom calls, you know, to Kingdom Come and I'm just um, something's not clicking. Um, and then I saw this video and it was just like a light bulb moment. And then Sandra sent on your video that you did, Curtis. And I was like, wow, that, you know. So just to let you know that sometimes with people, visuals are probably a lot more important with, with some people, you know? Imagine, uh, imagine, imagine though, a attaching the biblical Genesis 2-2 to yeah. the idea that on the seventh day God rested. So all of creation already occurred. Yeah. It already occurred. So, so who's going to defend conception at that point? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. You Nobody. realize the entire every legislation in the planet right on the planet right now, every bar association member, every banker wants the word conception in play yeah. because without conception there are no sureties. Yeah, exactly. The we win. The, the game's over. It's already yeah. over. Yeah. Now you add trespass, and and everybody that is forcing that game upon you goes to prison for life. We're talking about forever. This is not a negotiable situation. When you understand that everybody that would force that situation on you, they go to prison forever, mm -hmm. ever. They never come out. This is this is a lifetime, a life for a life exchange. You want me to accept this? I tell you what, you go to prison forever, and we'll be equal. We'll we'll I'll we'll agree to that. Mm -hmm. 
unbelievable. I mean, to me, it's just unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, should we do any of this letter right now? I can, I can go through no, this pretty fast. I, don't, oh, oh. I, I think it'd be uh, crazy to start at this late. Um, I was just thinking that maybe we should leave that then for next week. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll be on time next week. <laughs> no bother at all. <laughs> That's no problem. No, it'd be too much. You should be only you be only have one paragraph, and it'll only leave more confusion. And, and here, do the, I I want you to do 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 me a favor. Talk to Debbie real quick. She's not oh. prepared for this, but I want no. I want you to talk to her because she needs to know that you guys even exist. Hang on a second. <laughs> no, I want you to put this. Is, this is way better. Okay, I'm here. Put this up. Hello. Hi, Debbie. Hi there. Yeah, there's a good load of people listening to you. I do think there's there's about twelve dropped off, so you've thirty eight now at the moment. It's recorded. I we're in Ireland here, and uh, there's a storm. Debbie apparently sweeping the nation, so it uh, got me into the name Debbie, and I want. Oh, all right. So I had to go <laughs> and see the origin of the name Debbie. So yeah, you want, I'm going to give you a little bit about your name based on this storm. <laughs> So you're a goddess, Debbie. Oh well, thank you <laughs> for that. That Debbie is a goddess who led the, who's prophesied to lead the Israelites from the Canaanites, and apparently a swarm of bees also, Debbie. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I knew the bee. I knew Debbie had something to do with the bee, um, but that's very that's interesting. Mm, well, there's a like that's a swarm of bees here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for your uh, patience and tolerance with Kurt and his. How did you do ch- time years? I'd like to know. What's that? How did you do so many years? I'd like to know. <laughs> oh, well, I have a lot of patience also. <laughs> so. <laughs> ah, no, so great. Well done. Fair, well done to you, Debbie, for everything that you've had to sacrifice yourself over all these years, uh, because. It's not easy doing what he was doing. So behind every good man, there's a better woman, huh? <laughs> well, I won't argue with you there, um, but it's <laughs> certainly been interesting. So I, I really can't complain about a, an awful lot. Uh, well, I'm going to give you back to him to say goodbye, but it was it was a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for looking up my name. That was awfully sweet. Uh, I only looked it up now because we have a storm sweeping the nation, apparently, called <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> there's, there's a storm sweeping their nation called Debbie. So... Yeah, All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Here's Kurt. You too. You still there? Yeah, still here. A, a redheaded Scorpio. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, oh, you've I been stung a few I, I, times, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, man, this was really fun. It was. You guys are great, and and we really. We we got this thing, man. We got we this. We do, thing. we do. I've never felt more positive and more at peace. And I shouldn't be the one feeling like that, but you, you do. Like even with everything that has happened, I'm just so at peace now because I don't care. They can't do anything because I know my origin, and knowing that wipes everything. And Kurt, uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, there's no words in the in the dictionary to ever say thank you enough and Debbie for the life that Jews have had to live to bring us this fruit and believe me we'll be forever indebted to you for that so thank you for all of your knowledge and 
we really look forward to next week. It was a great night, even though there was a little bit of hiccups and all, but it was still good. It was fun. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I've already forgiven all the debts. So don't <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> all right. Well we'll we'll do we'll do this again next week. We'll try to get to that letter. But that letter, I mean, it does help explain a few things. You know, why I why I write to the people I write to, why I use the words that I choose. But actually, you know what? Things have changed so much even in the last week, uh, even after blip number five. And even after the POD podcast, and remember, POD is nothing more than payable on death. Um, and and it, I think it was called the Totten, T-O-T-T-E-N, trust. And and that's what these trust accounts are. They're all Totten trusts. Look up a Totten trust and realize that you don't want to set up a trust account. One last thing about trusts. Trusts are, are set up for people that are missing, presumed dead. If you're present, you don't need a trust. If you're right here dealing with your private property or your property, you don't need an intermediary. You don't need a middleman. When you're acting directly, when you're living, when you're breathing, you act on your property directly. The reason people have bought into the idea of trust accounts is because that's the fictional realm that requires an interface between um, the living and that decedent to state. You don't need any of that shit when, when, when there's life, life doesn't require that, that nonsensical fictitious trust account, a liaison or agency. So anyway, that's all I got on that. And, and seriously, thank you for um, letting, letting me come in here late. I, I think I we even ran. You got, you... <laughs> and Brian, thank you, Brian, for always putting out these Zoom calls and first email and everybody. You do a lot of work behind the scenes that nobody sees. So thank you very much, Brian, for everything that you do. So anyway, I'm out of here. Thank you, guys. We'll yeah. talk next week. See you next week, please, God. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'll Bye. be talking to you, George, mm -hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> no, Billy. <laughs> you there, Brian? I'm here, but it's unstable, Sandra. I'm up. I'm up in the mountain here. Ah, right, no other... worries. Look, it, it didn't go to plan the way we had planned with the letter and stuff. But I think uh, we got a, a lot out of tonight as well. Um, so it'd be grand to start back over the email then next Monday. And Absolutely. We'll continue with that from the beginning. So it was, it was even a half an hour ago. Got too late to go into that letter because there was too much already been discussed. There was a lot on it. Like, uh, thanks, Elizabeth. So. Uh, everybody, uh, I'll get uh, Brian as soon as Brian gets an opportunity. We'll get your Kurt's video over. Brian, people were looking for Kurt's video, uh, Ross's video, and what else? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't even seen Ross's video myself. Brian, if you need help with those uh, emails, I can help. Oh, that's brilliant, Cheryl. Yeah, actually. Is that, the one, is that the one? Is that the Kurt's video on Facebook that I emailed the people? Um, no, that's no. one. Ross had a different one. He took it down afterwards. Uh, yeah, no, I, I made um, it was like a, a short video, it was originally designed for Instagram. So it was like I tried to con uh, condense basically what he taught within a minute. Um, and Ross, so can I just you can, say, you can, you can, you can watch the new say, one because it'll be even better. Well. So. Thank you, appreciate it. You did that very well. I understood that. It was literally like a light bulb moment for me. So I think that's important. If we just scrub out the word conception or something, Ross's video is amazing. Ross, can you get that sent over to us as soon as you get working on it and we get it back up for the group and hopefully we get it to him before next week and we'll have another little bit of a chat about it? Yeah, sure. Um, talk to uh, talk to Bruce because he invited me in. So I'll be having a chat with him tomorrow morning and we'll get working on it uh, ASAP. Yeah. 
Perfect. And sure, I'm always here Thank as you, well Ross. as we talking to Bruce back and forth as well. So if you never need anything, I'm here as well. I uh, appreciate that. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks. No problem. And thank you very much, Ross. I, I really see the you I see the bigger picture. Um and your your visuals are absolutely second to none. Amazing work. And uh I'm looking forward to you and Curtis working together and see what you's uh, put together. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, likewise, it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great fun. And thank you. Thanks to everyone here. And uh we'll catch no you problem. next week. Good night, everybody. Good night, Good night everybody. Night, Charlie. Good night, all right, guys. See you all later. Be well. Nice job, be bye. Happy. Thanks. Good night. Good night, uh, John Carol. Brian, let me know if you need Good help. Night, Julian. Thank you, Cheryl. Okay, no problem. Good evening. Bye.